Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Again, I know it is Thursday, but it is a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you guys get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Or yeah, in Starkville. We're not, we're not in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie. Brupolo is an enterprise. That would be a little weird. But we're an enterprise. I mean, I'm not a coffee guy, but I could go for a little sweet treat after what we just ate. I got a better place for a sweet treat. We'll talk about that a little later uh, in the show. I want to thank our friends over at uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Guys, Father's Day is upon us. There's no time left for shipping. So just head down to Jackson, head to Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, and pick up some maroon and white merchandise for Dad. Don't leave Dad hanging. I swear, if you if I see your dad in a maroon is all that matters shirt, I'm not going to call him out. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out for being a bad son, a bad daughter, not taking care of your dad. Go get him a new shirt from College Corner. Do it this week. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant for lunch, for dinner, for brunch. I like brunch. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit that. I like brunch, lunch, dinner. You like Whatever. to eat. I do like to eat. Somehow we've switched roles. Oh, well, I'm, I'm becoming you. That's not good. Your doctor's going to not recommend that. <laughs> I just want to let you know. But we do recommend a trip to Restaurant Tyler. Head over there for lunch, for dinner, for brunch sometime. Anytime you're in Starville, make a trip to Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. We might have a Priority One Bank near here. We might need to, to look into that and just stop in and say hello and get, and get to know some of those great folks at Priority One Bank. If you haven't already, we talk about it all the time. We talk about how important it is to do things locally, banking locally, just as important. So make sure when you are talking about a loan, you don't want to talk to a corporate bank. You don't want to talk to somebody you've never talked to before. You want to have a relationship with your bank. You can have that at Priority One. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We are at stop number two on the Thunder and Lightning Summer Catfish Tour, brought to you by the good folks at, if you can't tell, here at Superior Catfish, we are at Long's Fish Camp here in Enterprise, Mississippi. We've already eaten. A little spoiler alert. Did we eat? I was going to tell you right now, if I pass out in the middle of this show, that is not my fault. Nor is it Robbie's. Robbie, Robbie yeah. could do the same. I, don't I, know I, I may I literally take a nap in the middle of the show. I may pull a Denzel Kimdiche. <laughs> just just sitting here and you're like, all right, we're coming back. That is just, just, just straight up snoring on the air. Shout out to Denzel. Jumping out a window. That was Robert. That's what that was Robert. But either way, either way, we got a good show lined up. We're going to talk to some great folks here in just a minute. We're going to talk to our good friend, the lovely Pamela McKeel Jones from Superior Catfish, and our new friend Joey Chancellor, who owns this establishment, Long's Fish Camp, one of the most fabled and legendary catfish houses in all the state of Mississippi. But we will start 
with some Mississippi State sports, Robbie. And I want to talk about, you know, we're in that poor part of the year where everybody's enrolled. You got an idea of what the roster is looking like. I think State's still working the portal to a degree, but I don't know that I would expect anybody to come in unless it's just a can't miss kind of guy. Where are we with the depth chart? Where are the spots that we're not, you and I aren't 100% sure, okay, that's who's going to be starting there? You know, we know who the quarterback is. We know who the, I think we know who the receivers are. We know who the center is. But there are some spots where we're not 100% sure. And I think that starts on the offensive line with me at the right tackle position. You've had Cam Jones there. It feels like they want Albert Reese to go there. They've got a lot of options, but is there a guy you think is going to be that guy week one? I feel like it's going to be Cam Jones. And I think the only reason it wasn't in the spring is because he was hurt. You had to have some other guys in there. You had to have some pieces moving around there. But it really feels like Cam Jones is going to be your guy. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. If if he's not at right tackle, then he's at a guard spot. Right. I mean, he, he's going to start one way or the other. You feel like he's going to be in one of those spots mm-hmm. in the first five. So having him back, I mean, there was so much, not really turnover, but inconsistencies on the offensive line in the spring. There, there were so many different guys in there. You couldn't really tell who was going to be at left tackle or right tackle. I think Cam Jones settles some, some issues for you there. And, and I don't want to call it an issue because I thought Albert Reese performed fairly right. well. But no, it's a position battle. Yeah, it is. And one that I think he should be the favorite to win unless they have plans for him at guard. So that sort of begged the question then, then who moves into that, that right guard spot? Because then that would become one. Because I think, I think in the spring they were trying to make it work with Jones and Reese at, at you know, guard and tackle. But now if, you, if we think Cam Jones is up at right, at right tackle, who's at right guard? Is that where Albert Reese could guess, be? I would guess Stephen Lasoya. Okay. He played guard for you last year. Was a really center. pleasant surprise, I thought. Yeah. The guy that I thought was going to be Mr. State center. Mm-hmm. But they come out in the spring, and it's Cole Smith mm-hmm. from start to finish. Cole Smith was – I mean, that was the – That's a position we're not sure we, – we know about. We know we know that Cole only, Smith's going to be the center. That was pretty much the only position where you said, it's Cole Smith. I mean, yeah. everything else was guys moving around. Nick Jones looks like he's locked into – some spot, either left tackle or left guard. Mm-hmm. So with dollar bill probably I at the think, at the tackle there. Right. I think it's one of those deals where uh, they've done this before, but you take your top five guys and you figure it out. Mm-hmm. You move guys around. They have some versatility. Very heavy kind of way of thinking. Heavy. Yeah. You know, Mason Miller kind of did that too. Yeah. So you got five guys that well can play, and you move them around. Mason Miller did it with four of them. If he had Charles Cross at one, he was just, he wasn't worried about that position. That's true. So. The way I look at it is Nick Jones is going to start, Cole Smith is going to start, and Cam Jones is going to start. Yeah. And everything else is just sort of where do you you piece it together. Yeah. Um, you know, Percy Lewis is in the mix. Dollar Bill Johnson's in the mix. Stephen Lasoy is in the mix. Mm-hmm. And it's to me, it's not so much it's kind of scary that they don't have these positions. Mm-hmm. It's having options. Yeah. It, it would be bad if we were talking about we know there's three good offensive linemen on this team, and that's it. Yeah. I, it, it's more of a – No, like depth who's never there. a problem. Right. Yeah. Receiver is interesting because I think we know two of them for sure. Tula Griffin's going to start in the slot. Xavier Thomas right behind it. I think we know that Justin Robinson – could play outside. He too. could, but I, I feel like the slot is – he and Tulu belong there. Right. I think Justin Robinson is kind of locked into one of those outside receiver positions. Then you have the other one, and I feel like we have three names – one of whom we haven't seen yet, and that's Freddie Roberson. But then you have Jaden Wally, and you have uh, Jordan Mosley, who had a great spring, and a lot of people have been talking about. 
when we get to week one, who has the advantage? I feel like it needs to, Wally is probably the guy just because of the experience. You would think so. Freddie Roberson's kind of the the wild card there. Yeah. That's the guy. It's that, too early for an X factor. We're not we're not to that point. Yeah, yet. we won't, we won't do the X factor yeah. just yet. But I, I call him wild card because we haven't seen him, and he's a player that was one of the more coveted wide receivers out of the portal. Um, I I would I would suggest when he was in it, he was a guy that you know a lot of people were looking at. This would be a great fit. So I, I think that it's hard to count him out. But like you said. Jaden Wally's been in this on this team for four years now. Um, you would like to see him really step into a role and lock it down. Yeah, because he's he's a Mississippi guy. He's put in his time here. He's done a he's done a good job. I I want to see Jaden Wally be successful as so, much as much as we talked about Tulu being out of position on the outside. I always felt Wally was out of position on the inside. I always thought he was more of an outside receiver. And so I think moving him out there is going to open some things up for him. You know, he's a physical guy. He can, he can body the cornerbacks. He can, he's got no problem going over the middle and making plays like that. So I think that's a good spot for him. And then there's the one position that when we talk about we don't know, we don't know anything because it's, we don't, there's not any, and that's tight end. Yeah. And, and, you know, two guys coming in from the portal, uh, Ryland Goaty and Jaquarius uh, Spivey. I couldn't, I couldn't I was like on the tip of my tongue there. You've got some guys you've moved. Jacarius Clayton has played there. Antonio Harmon has played there this spring. Obviously, it feels like one of those two transfers is going to come in and grab this job. If you had to guess which one, is there one that stands out to you? I feel like it's Jaquarius Bobby. Really? Well, the reason I say that is... Because it's not a familiarity thing. (laughs) Not not that same offense when he left. He's played a little more than Goaty. Goaty doesn't have a whole lot of reps in, in behind game. two all Americans yeah Georgia. and so it's hard to really know what you got with Goaty because he was playing behind two freaks of nature mm-hmm. the two in my opinion the two best tight ends in the country were right there on the same team at least from a physical standpoint and Brock Bowers certainly is the best mm-hmm. so I mean you had you had Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington it's hard to really fault Rylan Goaty for not getting on the field but at the same time you have to be realistic here he hasn't had the reps yeah. in in game. Yeah, he's played a lot of football, a lot of talent. But. Yeah, so for me, Spivey has been on the field a little bit more. He played on a team that played for a national championship this year. Mm-hmm. He's played for Mississippi State. I thought he was really starting to blossom for Mississippi State before he left. Yeah, but it's one of those deals where he was a tight end. You're a tight end, and the air raids coming in just didn't fit. Yeah, so you couldn't fault him. I I'm leaning towards Spivey, but the good news is you've gone from. You don't have any tight ends on the roster. To now, you have two guys two that are guys. graduate transfers that might not have the the real big numbers at tight end, mm-hmm. but have played on some good football teams. Yeah, they've got Either, practice reps, if nothing. Right. Else. So I'm leaning towards Spivey, but I think those are probably going to be your top two. And then is going to be a grad transfer. I think he has a couple years, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, he's graduated. Okay. Okay. He he graduated. In May. Okay. Yeah. All right. He and his, well, I think he and his fiance both. Wife. Are they, They're married, married now. now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, the, and so both of them, I think, graduated. Now okay. they're both going to Mississippi State. Pretty cool. Let's deal there. Let's switch the deal to defense. I think I feel pretty confident to go Crumity, Pickering, Russell to at least start the season. Uh, I'm trying to think what else you got on the. I mean, I don't think Jordan Davis is going to be starting. 
Yeah, he didn't play much in the spring, so it's hard to really pencil don't, him in. I don't think Deontay Anderson would be. No, I mean, you probably say Pickering is there. I mean, you feel like he's if it's not him, it's I feel like Williams has got a lot of good reps. Yeah, or and and his mental health and all that. And I mean, him um, in the long run. Yeah, you own. You know, you to where where you have some debate between John Lewis, who's kind of the the guy we haven't seen much of, but we 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 know what his recruiting profile was. <laughs> JP Purvis, when he in limited action, but when he's gotten reps, he's looked really really good out there. And then you got a couple young guys back backing those guys up. I think Lewis gets the first crack, don't you? Yeah, I think at this point he's kind of starting to rise a little bit. You're starting to see him get closer to his potential. Yeah. And uh, he was a four-star guy mm-hmm. coming out of high school. He was a guy that you had a whole lot of expectations for. You felt like he was a little raw, but you think eventually he's going to, to reach that. Mm-hmm. And he's finally starting to get his opportunities now. So – at the Sam, that seems like he's going to be the guy that could take over that position in, in camp. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, I think that's going to be a little bit of a battle with some of those younger guys. And you have some of those younger linebackers, too. Khalid Moore, mm-hmm. uh, Jave Gilmore, mm-hmm. Zachary Tillman is blowing the coach. Tillman we have to talk about because he, he's not going to start over Buki Watson, but he's going to play. I don't know if you've seen him – Lately, he looks but, like Bernard McKinney. I mean, he looks like a million bucks. Yeah. And obviously, you got to put it together on the field, but Zach Arnett, Matt Brock, really high on him. What would the word be? Pop. He pops. He does. He does when pop. you see him, you're like, okay, that's an it, SEC football. It just player. feels like another one of those Mississippi kids, linebackers, yeah. defensive linemen. Nobody was talking about And really, about you know, secondary. I mean, for whatever reason, Mississippi produces yep. some freak show defensive players. I think he's the next one in line. We could do a whole show on the secondary because, yeah. you know, there's so many. The you know, only guy locked in there is DeCamry and Richardson. Let's just focus on that other cornerback position. I think Furge has the advantage due to experience right now, but I'm, my money is going to be on it ended up being Kamari Rogers as that other cornerback. That's why you sign him. Yeah. I mean, that's – you wanted to sign him out of high school to kind of come in here, learn under Emmanuel Forbes, those guys – and be ready whenever Forbes moved on. He didn't come here, but he went to Miami, where he got a few reps after getting back from knee injury. It's his time now. I mean, even as a redshirt freshman or whatever he is at this point, it's it's his time to – you should be moving up the depth chart. You should be fighting for reps at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, four-star recruit coming into high school, mm-hmm. he's got the potential. Yeah. And we've seen – so many guys now that are starting to come through that Holmes County pipeline yeah. to Mississippi State, and there's another one coming up. Yeah, Terrence Hibbler. So, you know, it, that for whatever reason, that place is booming with SEC talent right yeah. now. Uh, and, you know, Rodgers has a chance to be another good one. So, it, it really, right now you're looking at DeCameron Richardson and everybody else. Yeah. We, we, we felt good about um, – yeah, Furge, yeah, Furge. Nicholson. At Furge really kind of emerged in the yeah. in the spring, and this could be his year. But you need to those guys need to be getting reps too. You know, the, you, you ex, your expectations are to Cameron Richardson becomes another Forbes type player right. that is really really good and right. leaves after this year. Yeah, Furge is probably done after this year. So it's the same thing at linebacker and defensive line. Those guys need to be ready for next year. State's second string needs a lot of reps. When they can get them, yeah, because they're 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 almost all. I mean, when you just go down the depth chart, right? Russell senior, Pickering senior, 
Cromedy, Sr., Watson, Sr., Johnson, Sr., Furge, Sr., Marcus Banks, Sr., Preston, Sr., DeCamera Richardson, Sr. they got to get some guys ready to play for next year. They do. That, that's got to be a point of emphasis for this defense. because we Which was not last year. We talked about it a lot last year. Yes. Where was Travion Williams? Where was where was some of those guys up front, uh, the Russells and um, guys like that? Calvin Dinkins could have got some more reps. A linebacker, same thing. Yeah. Those guys have got to get those reps this year because you're losing so much in that front six. Yeah. You're losing Buki Watson, Jet Johnson, Jaden Crumity, um, Nathan Pickering, probably. All those guys. I mean, all those guys are gone. That's a lot, a lot of, of experience. Yeah. You got to get those guys ready. Travion Williams, um, Deontay Anderson, Calvin Dinkins, those guys should be getting a lot of reps in the defensive line. They should. They didn't last year. We'll see if it happens this year. Fall camp is going to be really interesting because there's there's some real position battles for Mississippi State at key positions. And obviously, you know, we're a couple months out. I guess probably like a month and a half out uh, from that. Won't be won't be much longer that we're talking I about. You were, I thought you were boycotting. Uh, you know, I, it's one of those things. I'm working on it. I can't get it every time. I See, just, I thought you were. I thought I, I know at the forefront of this. I, I try to be. I if try. You're going to be at the forefront. Of the, you have to stay on this at all times. I you're going to be more vigilant. Is what you're saying? Because you got on to me last year. I did. Camp. I did. It's one of those things where I'm I'm a hypocrite, and uh, I'll admit That's that. That's true. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. We all are. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Here we are, continuing the uh, Superior Catfish Summer Tour. And joining us now, the lovely Pamela McKeel-Jones. She is the sales specialist for Superior Catfish. What that means is when you want to buy Superior Catfish, you call Pamela and she makes it happen. It's just that simple, right? Absolutely. So let's make it that simple then. You know, when you talk to, to purveyors around the state, when you talk to restaurants like here at Long's Fish Camp, when you talk to grocery stores around this area and you're telling them about superior catfish you know what's the message you're giving well i'm giving them this they love to hear this story because i've had 34 years catfish experience so i'm telling my i don't think that's possible but go ahead yes it is (laughs) so um i tell them my story i'll tell them that you know i've been to work at four of the catfish plants or five maybe and i knew probably eight years before i started at superior that's where i wanted to end because I couldn't win a cutting against them. And a cutting is when you go in and you say, Mr. Customer, can I have one case of your product? And I bring money in and we just do a cutting. We put compare sizes, you know, flavor and all that. I lost every time to Superior. <laughs> I did. I so really did. literally, if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. So, there you go. So I had to have this job because I knew this is this is good catfish. Yeah. But guess what? They couldn't. They couldn't grow the business because they only had a small plant. There's not enough, you know, room capacity to kill, freeze, and ship. So, I can. You, that, so, that, I was that, at, that, when I was did. at another company, I said, I can grow your business. I might ship 10 cases out and had to pick it up the next week. There you go. And now the beauty of it is we can now compete with the big dogs because we would the just. The big fish. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we our expansion is ready. And then during the COVID, when everybody was, you know, hurting for certain, we were. Yeah. You made a rhyme. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. And so we were building on. We're, uh, we've got our new facility ready. And it's, it's going to take us to the next level. And um, I work with some really humble people, but I like to brag about it because I'm very proud because the, the facility is built by the current USDA standards. So. That's very special. It's a good selling tool for me. And what we've really gra- gathered in the first two weeks, talking to you, talking to Brent, and we we came and met you guys. I mean, this business 
is everything for y'all. I mean, you're talking about you've been in the business for 30 years. He's been he's been there since he was like 12, mm -hmm. working in you know working with catfish farms, working in the catfish industry since he was 12. So that's like 62 years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Exactly. Long time. He's old man. Careful. Yes, he Careful is. Now. Where is he back then? He is. You know, what does this business mean to you personally to spend so much time in it and put the effort that mm -hmm. you put in over the years? What does it mean to you personally to be in this in this industry? Well. After Delta State University, I, I with a marketing degree, my daddy said, what are you going to do with the marketing degree? I said, I'm going to sell the market, eat catfish. He goes, baby. And it's been excellent for me because I've learned so much from customer service up to Superior, which is the Superior Catfish. So it means so much to be able to sell a product that you believe in, that you know it's going to be the same consistent, great flavor every week. If I can get it in a customer's mouth, it is sold. But what it means to me is the people I work with, they're my family, and I love them and I trust them, and it's, they've made me a better person. When you go around the state, you know, because, you know, catfish, it feels like it's kind of territory. Like, depending on where you are, that might be who's selling catfish. When you go into maybe enemy territory, you know, what's your message to them? Try it. Let's do a cutting. We might be a few cents more a pound, mm -hmm. but it'll be worth it. Your customers will know the difference. Well, I know here at Long's, you know, they, they would know when they, they were short and they had to get another competitor's product. His customers would say, hey, what's going on? We're superior. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Well, Pam, we appreciate you coming on with us. We know that you, uh, we know, y'all don't know this from just from talking to her. You would never know because she's such a rock star. But she was nervous about joining us today. Because apparently me and Robbie are just, you know, like Walter Conkright and Tom Brokaw over here. <laughs> this is the Today Show. Yeah, yeah, we're sitting over here. But you did a great job. You got to do a great job promoting Superior Catfish, and we appreciate you. Thank you for coming well, on. Thank you very thank much. You. Appreciate y'all. A lot of psychological warfare is being played on us. We have to do an interview with this delicious plate of fried catfish. Just hand. sitting right here. I don't know if I can get through this. If I can, I can. If I can, I yeah, can. But this is definitely torture right here. We're trying we're, to do an interview, trying to be professional. And we've already had some of the catfish, so I know how good it is. And it's just sitting there, and I want to eat it. But mm. all that aside, the owner of Long's uh, Fish Camp, Joey Chancellor, is here with us. Now, when I think about Long's, this is a, no pun intended, long-standing tradition down here in Enterprise. It's been open for nearly 60 years close, yeah. uh, a, a place that people have been bringing their families to for a long long time and i think about the restaurant business obviously you know people get involved in that and they've been in the restaurant business a long time how long have you been in the restaurant business uh we've had longs for about 22 days now <laughs> all right then time to go home it's well, longs there you go <laughs> there you go you this is you told us before this is a place that you like to come eat yes that you were a big fan of and, and yes. when you saw the opportunity to to become part of the longs tradition right. you couldn't pass that up no oh this is, this place has been here so long um again no pun intended but it's a tradition here everybody in the area knows longs fish camp and our opportunity you know came up and they're just a no-brainer you know we do whatever we had to do to to get, carry on that tradition when you when you Think about Longs and, and, and what it means to you and your family. You've sure. been coming here a long time. You were telling us a story about a, a couple yeah. mm -hmm. that has been here. They've been married something 70-some-odd years. Yes, they were here Sunday. Matter of fact, uh, he was is 97. She is 94. Mm -hmm. They've been married 75 years. Oh, He wanted to be, uh, and he was actually in a wheelchair and uh, wasn't in the greatest health, but they, he wanted to come here. And that's the part of their tradition. That's a part of the Longs legacy that people in the area know what this place means 
and they want to come here and not necessarily for us clearly <laughs> but that's what i tell everybody they they're not coming for you know to visit us or to see us they're coming for the fish yeah and that's why we do what we do and that's why we want to carry on that tradition and not yeah. change anything and obviously you've been sold on this fish oh i take over this business and yes. we, we were we were actually talking off camera a little bit about mm -hmm. this fish mm -hmm. and what what kind of sets it apart for you? I mean, what what do you feel like makes this as good as it is? It's consistent. It's consistent every time. It doesn't matter what case you open. There's not going to be anything different from this case to that case. And that what's, that's what makes it what it is here. Uh, we don't have to do anything to it. It's We always get the same fish. It's outstanding. The size is perfect. Uh, the texture, all of it. It's just, it's, it's like nothing i've ever experienced in the restaurant business and we have been in other restaurants businesses but um that's the thing about superior and we we appreciate that and their dedication to giving us the same thing the quality that they give us every single time and that's what sets it apart and we we talked to pam earlier we talked to brent last week too um the relationship that they have here with longs too is mm -hmm. very strong mm -hmm. very what what's what's your dealings been like with the people of superior i mean it's one thing for the fish to be good but sure. you have to have that relationship sure. to yeah. those people we know that we can call them if we've got a problem with us oh we need some extra for something special that's going on that they'll take care of it and um that they've actually pam's actually brought fish here and uh you don't get that around anywhere else in in the supply chain that you get we get we've got their personnel have always been top flight with us it's a it's a family relationship it's you know we work together what's the secret to your cat everybody's got a secret what is the secret to long's cat tell me the secret without telling me the secret uh the secret without telling the secret is that it's the same every time and we don't have to do anything super special to it we have a good breading that we use mm -hmm and we don't mess with it and we, we do it the same way every time and that way you're you're coming here you're gonna you know what you're gonna get mm -hmm. every single time it's not a guessing game whether you got some you know like you were mentioning earlier it was a good day or a bad day yeah it's always the same all right now what is the actual secret i'll tell you in a minute <laughs> okay i thought i was gonna get the whole i'll tell you but i gotta kill you right after that <laughs> no so. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, catch this play. one thing another thing you're famous for coleslaw very much so uh we've had a lot of questions about since we just recently um took ownership uh the question we always get is which i don't understand is are you going to change the coleslaw <laughs> we're not going to change the coleslaw <laughs> why would you change someone who's been working for you 60 might, years you might as well ask us who's going to take the top off the building and make it a drive-through or something i don't know it's just <laughs> not something that you mess with but yeah the coleslaw was outstanding and i remember this since I, I was a kid here yeah everybody you know knows the coleslaw and knows the the atmosphere the everything that you get here so yeah and it's consistency back to the same thing Th this place is incredible in that you were showing us earlier you've got a, mm -hmm. a cash register back there mm -hmm. from 1923 that's right. it's 100 years old this yes. year and and a lot of places have that and it's just sort of sitting there sure that's your cash register that is the cash register that's it where works. if i want if i'm coming to eat lunch here come and eat dinner mm -hmm. and i'm ready to pay yeah i gotta we gotta go to the 100 year old cash register. that's correct and it works. That's the kind of stuff I love to hear. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's part of it. That's what people know. They know that the people that are here, they develop a relationship with them. Um, one of the wonderful things that since we've owned it is I've seen people that I haven't seen for years. Yeah, everybody comes here. I've seen people I graduated high school with a long time ago, and um, not too long. Don't date. It's been a long time. I promise you. <laughs> but um, that's the thing. It's 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 uh, 
this iconic place mm-hmm. and people appreciate that. When we pulled up, I told Robbie, I was like, when you go to a restaurant that looks like you're just going to somebody's house, the yeah. food is going to be good in there. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. we got to taste your catfish. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. delivered on that. 60, oh, it's 1968? 68. So we're, we're talking about 55 years? 55 or so years. Is yes. there another 55 in this place? Oh, without a doubt. But, uh, this is these are this is nothing fancy here. Yeah, these tables, these uh, benches, they were they're original. They were built hand hand built with no power tools. Mm-hmm. This is a block building. It's nothing fancy. Yeah, but you know what you're gonna get when you get here. Nothing it's definitely fancy. worth the drive. This is this is Mississippi in a restaurant. Oh, but, yeah. if you said if if somebody was from the north and said take me to a place that says Mississippi, I'm gonna bring them to Long's Fish Camp oh, and yeah. we're gonna have some superior catfish. And exactly. when we first and we're going to enjoy it. talking about this. This is this, this was is one of the, the first place. places. These are the places yeah. that we wanted to come to Mississippi. Yeah. This is this personifies in my head when I thought about us doing this. This is the kind of table I thought I'd be sitting yeah. at. The kind of place, oh, yeah. the kind of people would be talking yeah. to. Yeah, this you. This is what you're after. Yeah, this is this is all of it. Outstanding, all and the food is fantastic. I can't wait. Now that the interview's over, we can get to eating it. <laughs> Joey Chancellor from Long's Fish Camp. We appreciate you, man. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, which is funny. I hope I don't get in trouble here at one of the best catfish restaurants in the state of Mississippi talking about beef. But they sell steaks here. Uh, we don't discriminate. They sell steaks here. So, well, will we, will we catfish? Will we that, that's the kind of surf and turf I want to get behind is a, a delicious ribeye steak and a couple of fillets of superior catfish. Now, that's the surf and turf you really want. That's the marriage made in heaven. There you go. Absolutely. So... If you're firing up the grill this summer, make sure you're putting some beef out there. Put some steaks on the grill. Put some burgers out there. Or just do a whole brisket and just call it a day. <laughs> now, that's that's a long day. It's a long bit of business, but it's totally worth it there in the end. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Guys, when you're in Starkville, if you, if you call Brian Haydad and you're like, hey, come eat with us. Where are we going? We're going to Two Brothers. Man, that's just... That's just how pretty it's going to work. I mean, that's the that's, 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 that's you and me. That's where we're going. We 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 literally will go have lunch, and we're just like, all right, we've been to Two Brothers twice in the past two weeks. We got to pick somewhere else, and then we still end up going to Two Brothers a lot yeah. of the times. That's that's just how it works, and that's why because the food's good, the people are great, and we love it there. So you will too if you haven't been. I don't know what to tell you, man. Get your get yourself over. I almost said a bad word. You got to get yourself to uh, Two Brothers and the heart of the Cotton District. It's a family show now. That's what they tell. We're part of the superior catfish family, is what I was told earlier. Yes. Today. So I like that. I like being part of the family because that means you get invited to family reunions. And my guess is these family reunions involve fish fry. If they had those hush puppies from here at that family reunion, yeah. You want anything, up. Junior? Some hush puppies, Daddy. <laughs> great products and great service is what every business promises you at Advantage Business Systems. They deliver it to you, and they have for going on forty-nine years, nearly a half century of taking care of their customers. If you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. Then if you need service, you talk to the same people who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a number and being a neighbor. 601-362-9192. Visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. That's what Dad wants. If you haven't gotten it yet, head down to the Rogue in Jackson and asked to see their collegiate collection. Great-looking polos, name brands, fantastic fits and styles, and most importantly, the logos that Dad wants. The M over S, the state script. That's what Dad wants. Get it for him at the Rogue. And don't forget, the Rogue is a Bulldog Initiative business. 
When you support the Rogue, you support the Bulldog Initiative. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. I think that's all our ad reads, isn't it? We don't have any more, do we? Is that the only... Did I miss Did I miss anybody? Are you good? Okay. No, no. Dolce over at 509 University Drive. Guys, looking here. I don't know how my computer knows what the temperature is because we're inside. I don't know how it knows, but it says it's 94 degrees outside. So what I'm telling you is when it's hot and you need to cool off, you want a gelato or a milkshake from our good friends at Dolce. I'm going to head over there tonight. You know, today's my anniversary. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. And uh, You should have done like I did and had your birthday on your anniversary. That would have been a fall wedding. I've been around the Egg Bowl. That would have never have worked. Never have worked for me. Not nope, a million years. That. So, uh, no. I, I will settle for I picked a summer anniversary uh, back when Mississippi State wasn't going to the College World Series very often. And that backfired on me for about a four-year stretch. Uh, but now we're good again. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so. I was free during mine, too. Yeah. So. Well, this, tonight, I'm going to go head over to Dolce and enjoy a little sweet treat on my anniversary. And you should, too. Anytime you have, you're having a, a bad day, you need a little pick-me-up, head over to our friends at 509 University Drive and head to Dolce. Robbie, as we talked about yesterday, Mississippi State and the 2024 schedule has been released. I thought what we would do, oh, we have a little fun. Oh. And uh, we just go through the schedule here for everybody. And we're going to pick the one game we think is the most interesting, the most exciting, the one that if I said I got a ticket for you, you'd want to go to. So with Alabama, is it first off, do we just take the Iron Bowl out because we see it every year? We want to find a different game? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'd love to go to an Iron Bowl, but. I mean, I want to see Alabama, Oklahoma. So the, the, I, I'm not going to go through it because, you know, I'm not going to tell you, like, Alabama, Missouri. I know you're not going to pick that. So between Alabama, LSU, which is in Tiger Stadium. That, Oklahoma, you can really never go wrong with that. Oklahoma, also on the road. Or Georgia coming to Tuscaloosa. Ooh. It's got to be Georgia. Alabama, Georgia in the regular season in front of a, a partisan crowd has my attention. Well, I want to I mean, see that. Here's the thing. Uh, Georgia, I think, is the most adept to be able to beat Alabama just because of the, the makeup of the makeup. I would go a step further than, and tell you that right now Georgia is ahead of Alabama. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's going to be the best game in yes. Tuscaloosa. Yes, I agree. Uh, because it's it's hard to win there. Right. I mean, it's it's not a, not an easy place to play. Arkansas, I'm going to give you Arkansas Texas. host our st- Texas. Just, you just know. Okay. I mean, I agree with you. It's just the it's nostalgia. Just, it's just I mean, that's that's that feels right, doesn't it? The color clash. Yeah. I love I love the I love the two color schemes. It's just can Houston Nutt do the pregame ceremony? Give him a little horns down. <laughs> Jackie Sherrill. Yeah. Well, that's that'll be for A and M. But we already no. know A and M's by the way. No, we know Jackie Sherrill will give a good pregame for Texas too. Oh, that's true. That's true. Shout out to uh, some poor cow, some poor uh, bull Shout that became a Peter. steer. Yeah. All right. Peter was not. Peter was not very happy about that. Incident. They'll be fine. Auburn. I mean, they play Alabama-Georgia every year. Those games are both on the road. They get Oklahoma at home. That's got to be it, right? I'm, not, I'm trying to think. Or you, o- Ole Miss, probably. They don't play Ole Miss next year. I mean, that's right. Um, don't play Mississippi State either. Traditionally, that would be my pick, Ole Miss-Auburn. Really? Oh, because of Freeze, yeah. Freeze and Kiffin. They've got them this year. In, it's in Auburn. I wish that game was in That's going to be fun. But, um, yeah. As far as next year, I mean, a lot of these are, is going to be Texas Oklahoma just because we've seen everybody else. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, when you get Alabama Georgia, you got to you got to pick that. Right. I mean, I, I would so probably Auburn I, is probably yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. Florida, LSU, the cocktail party, or they go to Texas. LSU. Yeah. By the way, L- we, we were talking about Florida earlier today. 
That is the most difficult college football schedule I've ever seen. So this is Florida's schedule for 2024. If you want to get, if you can get any odds on Billy Napier getting fired, you want to. You want to He's not making money. it out next year. No chance. They they host LSU, A and M, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. They have Georgia and Jacksonville. They go to Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Texas. And two of their not three of their non conference games are Miami, Florida State, and Central Florida. They may literally go four and eight. I mean, Sanford is the easiest game for them, and that's not a. I mean, Sanford's usually solid. Yeah, but I mean, it's just there's no way that Napier survives. They can't. There's no chance. This year's going to be tough. Yeah, but you look at next year's schedule. He's getting better, probably from a recruiting standpoint. Mm -hmm. Still, it's not enough. Oh, it's not enough at Florida. It's going to be really tough. Georgia. We already mentioned Alabama, but are you more interested in that or their trip to Texas? Georgia at Texas is just a sexy college football What, a, what else do they have on there next year? Florida, Auburn, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Kentucky. Tennessee would be fun. Is that's, it that's at, in Georgia. Okay. Um, between the hedges. I'm going to say... I'm going to say probably te, uh, Texas. At Texas. That would okay. be... Yeah. It's funny that we pick Alabama hosting Georgia, but we don't pick Georgia going to Alabama. I mean, here's the thing. But I agree. So, like... Texas has the potential from a brand standpoint and notoriety and all that stuff, but right now they're not a great. They're not great. They should be okay. Yeah, they're gonna be fine. But it's just it's just the names, right? It's the, Georgia going to Texas. The brands, so. yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky travels to Texas. I mean, the rest of their games are kind of normal. It's weird that they're going back to Ole Miss. They were just there two years ago. Yeah. Um. But I think Kentucky, Texas. Well, they were there. That's an easy. Year. Or yeah, two years from two years from twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's an easy pick for that one though. At Kentucky, at Texas, Texas that's uh, going to be the game where Texas realizes that what have we done? Because Kentucky will not go in there and lay down. It'll be a middle of the pack to lower half. Their fans are going to be like, "Oh, it's Kentucky." Where? And then Kentucky, then you look up, Kentucky's up ten points in the third quarter. Well, what Kentucky's going to do is be really physical. They will push them around, and so plus it's a stoops against Texas. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, perfect. LSU, it's got to be them hosting Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma comes to Tiger Stadium. That's a huge, yeah, that's, that's a be, fun, fun thing that they That's going to be fun. But they play in Bama? They play Bama at home. I mean, we said, I said, L, I said LSU-Bama, mm-hmm. but Oklahoma probably is the answer for them. That's just, a, it's never happened, I don't think. I don't know that Oklahoma's ever been at Tiger Stadium. No. So. They, they played in the national championship. Few, in, in the Superdome. With, Sam Bradford and or was it no that's that's uh Jason White Jason White yeah. yep versus was it Matt Mock there then Matt Mock Matty Mock yeah yeah that was a wild that was a fun game man Ole Miss host Oklahoma is probably our answer right yeah they do get Georgia at home I mean they're not fun they're going to no they're hosting state Egg Bowl yeah it'd be the Egg Bowl in, in, in Oxford it's it's probably Oklahoma just because. Never happened. I mean, the Egg Bowl happens all the time. We've yeah. seen that plenty yes. of times. Yes. Mississippi State trip to Texas. Yes. Yeah. Although the, the trip to, to – there are two other games that strike me. Florida and Tennessee. I mentioned this yesterday. I wish they would switch those. Florida – State has not been to Florida since 2010. State has not hosted Tennessee since 2012. Flip those games. Yeah. Let Tennessee come to Starkville and let State go to Florida. Yeah, Tennessee – what did you say, 12? Yeah. 12. That was the uh, Malcolm Johnson catch yeah. in the back of the end zone. Derek Dooley had to coach from the press box because he was he broke his leg. Yeah, I was on the sidelines for that game. Oh. I've seen, I've probably seen State and Tennessee twice in my lifetime. So they, they were there in ninety 
95? They've played more. 94. 95. They, they played them 94, 95. Yes. Played them 98 in, this, in the SEC championship game. Peyton Manning's first game in 95. 94. 94. Yeah. At home. I was there for that game. Eric Molds. Yes. Todd so, Hilton got hurt in that game. Yes. Peyton Manning came in the ball game. Yes. Hilton never. Never came back. Stuck, stuck to baseball after that. He did okay. Yeah. Um, 94, 95, 98. They played them in, uh, in the SEC championship. Oh. Played them again, uh, 02, 03. And got yes. blown out in both those games. Yes, I was at I was at the game. Bad, bad losses. Um, Kroon played them in Tennessee. Played them 07, 08. Yes. State lost both those games. Played them in 12. We just talked about State won that one. And then played them Moorheads last year. And, and that was that was the game where you knew Moorhead was done. Because Tennessee was not that good. That was not a good team. They, they had lost three games already, and then they just handled State. And that was, so. you know, that, that was kind of like, it was yeah. kind of, is Jeremy Pruitt was, was yeah. starting to get on the hot seat. Yeah, too. and then that game sort of pulled him off the hot seat. It looked like they were falling apart. It did. They gave him a life. Yeah. Missouri, sort of, you know, obviously, the fact that it's Missouri makes it automatically uninteresting, but they haven't played Oklahoma since the Big 12 days, so yeah. sure, why not? We'll move yeah, on. Big, Moving on. An old Big 12 game. That's all we're giving them. Of them. Is Oklahoma. That at, is that at Missouri? Or? It's at Missouri. Oklahoma-Texas as an SEC game is exciting. Yes. So, obviously, with Oklahoma, we've already mentioned they play LSU, they play Alabama, they play Ole Miss. But Oklahoma-Texas, that's your SEC game. That's your 230 game. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. On Is is it still CBS For at the, that point? At 2024, no, it should be ABC. ABC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's going to be fun. South Carolina goes to Oklahoma. They go to Alabama. And they host Ole Miss and LSU. Last time South Carolina went to hosted Ole Miss was that game where Ole Miss was number four in the nation and lost. Yeah, Jevin Snead. Jevin Snead. Um, I'm going with LSU. Okay. I think that's, that's a fun game. I think that's got potential yeah. to be. You know, right. they, they've had some they've had some luck playing at home against some really good teams. Tennessee goes to Georgia, goes to Oklahoma. They come to Mississippi State. I'm sorry, they host Mississippi State. But I think it's the third Saturday in October again because. You That's gotta, becoming a way it's, more. It's getting more interesting now. Yeah. When when Tennessee wins, mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, now this thing can actually be a rivalry. Yes. Because okay. for 20 years it was. It was not. not. It was not. There's no question. It's Texas, Texas A&M. For oh Texas. yeah. That's the game we're all kind of waiting yeah. to see. I want that to be. Will that be on Thanksgiving? Will that bump the Egg Bowl back to Saturday? Mm. I don't know. It might be like a, it might be a Saturday. We'll see. I don't know, but that that's what I really want to see because I I just remember how squeamish Ross Bjork was at SEC yes. days when that news broke. That we we want to have our own brand. Dude, I'm going to go ride this tricycle out of here. He brought he started gathering media from the big room. Yeah, to come talk. Yes, to yes, like he, he did. Started pulling people. Athletic out. directors don't go to media days. That was so weird. That he did that. Uh, yeah. And you could tell they were just so they didn't they don't want Texas in here. They, nah. they, well, now they got them, and now they're back. Vanderbilt at Texas, Vanderbilt hosting Texas, Texas going to Vanderbilt is hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this yesterday on Twitter. Do you know what the all-time series record is between Vanderbilt and Texas? Manny leads. It's eight three Vanderbilt. Yes. The last time they played each other was nineteen twenty eight, and Vanderbilt won forty five to nothing. Oh, that's can we get a repeat? Can, we, can, can you imagine if Texas goes to Nashville and loses? Their fans are hey, like, what have we done? We have made the biggest mistake in the history of the world. my friend Bud Elliott. You don't want to see Texas. Vandy uh, wants Texas. Facts over feelings. That's what we're talking about. 
I love Bud, by the way. Uh, I know, I know. We're we're gonna get him later this season. Yeah. All right. We so, we had a good we had a good little back. What's the, if I said only one game? You can go to on one game whole, on the whole on the whole schedule. Is it Alabama? I'm gonna give you. I'll give you. I'll give it's you. Probably big Bama, Georgia. Bama, Georgia, Texas, Texas A&M, Texas, Oklahoma, or where's LSU? LSU, Oklahoma. It's it's probably Bama, Georgia for the game. Mm-hmm. For the atmosphere, it might be A&M, Texas. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's funny though that we, we that the the game we like the most is a game that. It's just two regular conferences. They've been talking about two yep. of the original ten conferences. Well, it's just because, you know, Oklahoma was not good last year. They were not. Texas has been very average. Yeah. The brands is the only thing that's kind of holding them up right now. Yeah. Uh, right. But is, is Texas, Texas A&M going to be in Dallas? No, it's in College Station. Okay, so it's going to be home. Home and home. Home, home and home, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's going to be fun. It'll be fun. All right, we've had a lot of fun here today at Long's Fish Camp. We appreciate everybody for having us out. The catfish tour rolls on. Superior Catfish, we will be in Clarkson, not Matheson. It's not there. I mean, not Matheson. When you start, when you start getting down to the nitty gritty, people, yeah. people want they want to know. Name. So Clarkson, Clarkson's General Store, yes. will be there next Thursday, recording our podcast for Friday. Mississippi State legend Jonathan Banks is going to join us, talk some football, talk some catfish. We'll have some of our friends. I think our friend Fred is joining. Where is he? He's going to join us next week. Better get ready, Fred. I'm, I'm going to grill him, though. I'm, 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 I'm going to really find out the truth. We're going to get the dirt uh, on Superior Catfish next week. Plus, we'll talk to some great folks there, some locals as well. Looking forward to that. Our next stop on the Thunder and Lightning uh, Catfish Tour, brought to you by our friends at Superior Catfish. We're excited. We'll see you then. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.